It's not hard to make decisions when you know what your values are. Roy Disney. I had so much fun on the last episode, episode 70, that I could not wait to share my takeaways. If you have not had an opportunity to listen to that episode, please check it out. On today's episode, I'm going to share with you those takeaways. So stick around. Welcome to the Stitch for Success podcast, where we are teaching business and life lessons that will help you launch, grow, or scale your creative business. I am Monica Allen, and I'm a wife, mom, daughter, entrepreneur, author, friend, lifelong learner, and host of this podcast. For over eight years, I was stuck in corporate and dreamt of escaping. Creating a side hustle with just $700 and having taken the leap over 15 years ago, we have since grown multiple six-figure and seven-figure brands. Being an entrepreneur for over 18 years has afforded me many successes and a few failures. I want to share those with you so you can grow and be successful in your business. This podcast episode is brought to you by Zeus's Closet. We like to say we're like a tattoo shop for your clothes. You can visit our website at Zeus'sCloset.com. Our solopreneur package is available, which saves you 20% off of your company's branded apparel. Simply use the promo code STITCHED. The link to the package is in the show notes. Remember, you are your biggest brand ambassador. Make sure you embrace it and show it wearing your logo so people remember who you are. Speaking with Jennifer Jane last week was so thought-provoking for me in multiple ways. We established our core values probably over seven years ago, and as I mentioned on that episode, I truly feel like they played a very large part in changing the trajectory of our business. My first three takeaways are around core values, and what I took from Jennifer's interview is you should have core values established for yourself, for your family, and for your business. As Jennifer mentioned, and I love how she defined core values, your core values are your compass. They make things very clear. So let's dive into some examples that I would like to share. First, one of the things that Jennifer mentioned was that having her own core values established for herself made dating very easy. And I have never really given this a lot of thought before. I've been out of the dating game for quite some time. But if you know that one of your values is, for example, a healthy lifestyle, more than likely you're not going to date someone that likes to encourage you to use recreational drugs. Okay, that's an extreme example. But I want you to understand that when you have values for yourself, no matter your age, and those values may change as you get older, But once you establish values for yourself, you can stand on that foundation and easily choose what works for you and what does not. That could be in the form of a significant other, a friend, a job, a business. The list goes on and on. But your core values establish what you will stand for and what you will not. My second takeaway around core values is establishing them for your family. As I mentioned on episode 70, I... Learned this from a gentleman that I met a couple of years ago who established values, core values for his family, and they actually hang in their foyer in their house or foyer, however you say it. I know that I have always had values. I have always had things in my mind that I knew I wanted for my family, but to actually write them down and put them in a document has simply helped solidify them for our entire household. Our core values in the family are faith, love, and growth. And I will share with you an example of where this has come into play. 
one of our things when it comes to faith is per Andy Stanley, who is a famous pastor here in Atlanta. You should give first, save second and live last. So basically the amount that you have left over after giving and saving is what you live on. So I literally just had a conversation with my daughter who is all about earning her own money. And right now she's trying to get a new iPhone. And I explained to her that it is fine for her to save for her iPhone. But as she makes income from her YouTube channel, it is required that she first gives 10% to our church. She can save 70% and then she can use 20% of her earnings to go towards saving for her phone. It is important for us, Ethan and I, to teach her to live off less and save more. I'm certain that these percentages will change as she gets older, but this is where we're starting. Another example is growth. We as a family aim to grow in knowledge. Well, we aim to grow in a lot of areas, but knowledge is one area that's important to us. And we do this through reading, playing educational games like Wordplay for Kids, Cashflow 101, Snap It Up, Blank Slate. And we also do it by traveling. We'd really want to expose the kiddos to the world. So those are how our family core values work and what we've come up with over the years. And of course, my third takeaway around core values is core values for your business. As I've stated in the past, there are many other things that have moved our company from six figures to seven, but core values was definitely a big part of that. And I truly feel like the reason why is because it allowed us, our entire team, to be on the same page. Our original list of core values were promises, accuracy, logic, and systems. These were not thought of quickly, but we sat down as a team because we have a pretty small team. And we really thought about what was important to us and where we wanted to excel, what we wanted to give to our customer. So when Jennifer talked about how your core values lead you to, you know, your hell yeses and your hell noes, it is so true. Because, for example, if you're looking in our company um, and you're looking at our proofs that we do for each customer to make sure that we are accurate with their order, if something isn't accurate, then it's not in line with our core values and we have to go back and make sure that we do it as if the, as the proof displays, because that is one of our core values. There's no wavering on that. And one of the ways that we've continued to keep our core values front of mind is we recite them in our staff meetings. Before COVID, we used to recite them in every staff meeting and we would give people gifts or an award if they could memorize the core values and recite it without reading it. We also had batons made. Each one had one of our core values on it and a team member could give another member of our team a baton if they felt like that person went above and beyond when it came to our core values. Our core values also became part of our review process. So our team members actually grade themselves and management grades them also on their job responsibilities. But once we added core values, we also graded each other on those values as well. 
And since establishing our core values, we've added three more recently. Just in the past year, we've added positive and engaged. No silos is the second one in being action oriented. And I'm actually going to link to our company video that's on our website that shows our team sharing our core values. I love the fact that Jennifer made very clear that even if you're a sole proprietor, you should still establish core values for your company. Because regardless, you're leading yourself. And at some point, you may be leading a virtual assistant or a part-time administrator, or you may hire on a full-time team. Core values may change once you add people, but it's great to have them even for yourself. And just a couple of more takeaways, and these are not necessarily around core values, but these were things that came up. Align instead of hustle. I recently took part in an anti-hustle course. And one of the things that I always thought, you know, hustle, hustle, hustle harder. You know, we've heard all of the phrases about hustle, but hustling is stressful. Hustling is exhausting. And Jennifer talked about being in alignment and how that alignment leads to flow. And truth be told, when you have that flow, your business will be successful because you're in sync. You're in sync with your offering. You're in sync with your why. You're in sync with what you're doing and why you're doing it. You will be successful because you have that flow. I love that. And so it's making me think, like, what is it that I want to offer the world? What is it that is uniquely part of my flow? And then lastly, she talked about protecting your energy. I often will say I don't do negativity. And I know we all have our negative moments. We all have our days where we may be feeling a little bit down or not on top of our game energy wise. But I cannot do energy vampires people that suck away my energy. So it's very important that we protect our energy. And what I walked away from after interviewing Jennifer, and I, and I felt this way personally for a while, is that your energy in dealing with social media, in dealing with customers, in dealing with family even, your energy is so important and you have to protect your energy. So you may have to say no to a client or customer. You may have to fire a client or customer. You may have to remove yourself out of a situation because it is literally draining your energy. And I'm sure most of us out there have dealt with energy vampires at some point. But that was another takeaway I got from Jennifer this past on the past episode is protect your energy. And if you protect your energy, you actually will have more energy because you're not being drained every day. Emotional, emotional drainage is probably the, probably the worst. It's worse than working out and losing that energy because actually working out gives you more energy. But protect your energy. Very, very key point. So I want to thank Jennifer again for sharing her insights and for being a part of the Stitch for Success podcast. Before I let you go, I did say um, last week that I would give you some updates um, on hiring. We have hired a virtual assistant recently, which has been great. He's only been in training for about a week and a half, but it's been awesome. I already feel a lighter weight of work. And we also just recently hired a sales associate in our Midtown location. 
which is wonderful. So hiring is going pretty well. We're still looking to fill a couple of more positions. And then for um, the flood that happened in one of our store locations, we are working through that. A contractor's come out. We should hopefully have those repairs done in the next month or so. Just trying to get all the claims information to the insurance company, and then we will be all set. So things are great. And I just wanted to give you all that update. As always, thank you so much for joining me on the Stitch for Success podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I'm so grateful for you. I would love if you follow me on Instagram. And I also am on TikTok. There's also a Stitch for Success Facebook group and there's a Stitch for Success Facebook business page. So you can follow that as well. Um, You can just pick one. I know that's a lot, but I would love if you follow me in one of those places. If you have an opportunity to rate the podcast on Apple, that would be appreciated. And I would also love, love, love for you to subscribe if you don't already and to tell a friend about the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and have a great one.